0: Hi, guys. Uh, I don't know what this sounds like, and I'll tell you why, because I'm currently sitting in what can only be described as... How can I describe it? Okay, it's a solid wooden box, a really big one on wheels that we use as part of... um, dance pieces, and I work at a performing arts school called Youth Creation, and we use these for for dance pieces and, and props and stuff. Anyway, we're, we're currently decorating the hall, so I've kind of tipped one on its side, and I've got inside it. Uh, and it's got a, this perfect little ledge for my for my Mac. So um, this is a nice setup for me. So yeah, envisage me whilst I talk in this intro, That's the ice cream van as well outside. Sorry, I'm getting hugely distracted. So imagine me recording this intro, I am inside a big wooden box. Let's move on. Hi everyone, it's me, MEP, And welcome to episode seven, is it? Episode seven of Ain't Broke, Don't Fix Me, the podcast. And sometimes I, well, most of the time, I record the intro after I've recorded the episode. Uh, But this time I'm doing it before because I'm a bit apprehensive about doing this podcast episode. And when I tell you who it's with, you're going to say, why on earth are are you nervous? This podcast episode is with my mum, who is... I'm really, really close to my mum and we have a fantastic relationship. But I know that my mum doesn't always find it easy to sit down and talk about the things we're going to talk about today. So, I guess I'm going to be putting her on the spot a bit. Obviously, I won't make her talk about anything she doesn't want to, but I am I'm it's it's a lot easier to talk about the personal lives of people that you that you don't really come into contact with that much. And I love my mum dearly and I'm with her quite a lot. But have we ever actually sat down and in-depth had a long conversation about my ADHD and how that's affected her and my upbringing and what it was like to be a mother of a child with ADHD. Because for many years she didn't know that that's that's what it was, but certainly felt the effects of of bringing up an erratic, very emotional child. So yeah, we're going to be talking. To, I'm talking to my mum. I'm going to be talking to her in a little while. Uh, She's currently having an afternoon tea. So we are doing it a bit later. So, yeah, I'm not even going to introduce it any more than that. Just me talking to my mum. And it's her story, her version of events, because it's very easy. In episode one, I spoke to you about what it was like for me growing up with ADHD and that feeling of having a real sense of not knowing where I belonged and low self-esteem and impulsive behaviours and and feeling absolutely chaotic. But I wonder what that was like to be the parent of that, to watch your child slowly unravel in front of you. We're about to find out. So yeah, let's get on. This is episode seven of Ain't Broke, Don't Fix Me, the podcast, and this is called ADHD, a mother's story. Play the track. (laughs) When I was just about to say, we are is actually rolling now, so we're just oh, going no, straight to funny. it. Oh, no. Just to, by the way, this is my mum. Everyone, say hi to everybody.
1: Hello, people. Who's
0: listening? Just to remind you, this isn't live. No. So I can crop this afterwards. Yeah, thank goodness for that. Yeah, we're, hoping, <laughs> we're hoping we won't need to. And no pressure, but I haven't had to crop one episode yet.
1: Oh, don't say that.
0: So, you know, <laughs> it's it. everything else has gone so smoothly, Mum. I'm really going to need this to go the same way. What's the all? Yeah, right. I'm going right. to check this is still rolling because... Between the two of us, I don't feel like this is a recipe for success. <laughs> um, yeah, how are you feeling? Do you feel nervous about doing it? Because I, I, I said in the intro, by the way, I've recorded an intro. Oh,
1: you tell me that now, can't you
0: Before this section. But actually, I recorded it when you were at afternoon tea with Grandad. Oh. Yeah, so I've recorded... in the highlight. life. Yeah, so, and I was in a box that you've created sure recording this. Um, so I've recorded the intro, and it feels strange because, obviously, you're my mum and we speak a lot about everything and we uh, yeah and we stay in contact every day but it certainly feels a lot more daunting now i've pressed the record button doesn't it how did you feel once i said to you do you want to do a podcast episode with me
1: well i felt honored a bit excited (laughs) <laughs> A little bit of fame. Yeah. It's taken me 56 years, but this could be it. This could be the breakthrough I'm looking for. <laughs>
0: Who knows where this yeah. is take you? I know. Yeah. This
1: could go global. <laughs> Literally global. <laughs> um, but at the same time, nervous, because I thought, What are you going to be asking?
0: I did actually, I'm glad you're speaking normally, because I did think, are you going to put on your telephone voice or something? Telephone voice? Have I got a telephone voice? Yeah, I thought you were going to, oh, I don't know, Emily. (laughs) I I haven't really thought about it. That That could come,
1: though. Yeah. Depends what the uh, questioning gets like.
0: And just to set the scene for anybody who is listening, it's quite fitting, because we are recording this, and we're going to speak about our relationship as, yeah. as mum and daughter, we're in old and bedroom. and we're in my old childhood bedroom, yeah. which is quite nice because if these walls could talk, oh
1: crikey,
0: what would they say? I don't know. They wouldn't be pleasant would they? <laughs> No, but it said it looks completely different.
1: But oh, no, there were good times.
0: There were good times. There were, and it's early the, doors, obviously. Yeah, the room looks a lot different to how it used to, but you know, it's really it's it seems quite fitting that we're recording this here. So I wanted to sit and chat about our relationship and the journey that we've sort of been on as mother and daughter, because I really do think it could potentially. We're not
1: going to say roller coaster, are we?
0: No, Although we
1: do feel like we should, but yeah. we
0: won't. <laughs> yeah, it has been a roller coaster. It's too much of a cliche. I really do think it could potentially be helpful to to other parents with who are struggling with their ADHD teenagers and I say teenagers because it was the teenage years that were definitely the most challenging wouldn't you say yeah but the only thing is
1: We didn't know you had ADHD.
0: And this is the thing. This is what we're going to talk about. So
1: that might be tricky, might not.
0: Yes. Well, I wanted to ask you, Mum, because let's start at the beginning, before all of this, before I was diagnosed, before I became a fully-fledged adult and, you know, even way before then. Let's go back to when I was a young child, so as young as five-ish. There was never any real cause for concern, was there? Or anything that flagged up that made you think? No, no. You were a dream, absolute dream. An absolute dream.
1: Yeah, you were. You were. You got on with people, you played a... I, I
0: want that on my, um, on my gravestone. <laughs> any any Parsons in quotations, an absolute dream. No, hang
1: on a minute. You seem to be forgetting we're talking about then, okay? We've just gone, what was I like then?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No,
1: you were an absolute dream. Yeah, I'm sure there were days, obviously. Now I look back, rose-tinted specs. yeah. No, you were you were easy. You were no trouble. You were fun to be with.
0: You're and just I think, nice and actually, that's quite it's because now I think me and you have both done so much research and and yeah. know so much now about ADHD that actually that's when you talk to other girls and women, that's actually really common for a lot of women mm-hmm. who weren't diagnosed from till much later because girls display symptoms in such different ways yeah, to boys, definitely. and I think that. That's a, a a really big part of it, but I wanted, yeah, I, I was gonna, I was saying, there was no real cause for concern. At you know, what age do you remember that changing? At what point did you think, oh, okay, I see, I now see my child is struggling mentally and emotionally? Oh no, no, no,
1: that didn't come until a long time. But then that was kind of your teenage. 13 14 but then some of that is And some rebellious. of that
0: exactly and I think that's some of
1: that is yeah teenage angst I don't think you
0: Because can say we anything. spoke about like a lot when we were speaking about ADHD as a condition mm. when we were going back to those difficult teenagers even if there were like big issues with school or A lot of that could have been put down to hormones and going through. Because even when you, if you look at a lot of teenagers with ADHD, take the ADHD away. Being a teenager is difficult enough
1: in itself.
0: And also, you've got to remember
1: that you're our eldest. So we've not come across, I don't know whether it is easier, but maybe if you had another child and you've been through those things together you might think oh here we go again or that this is a lot different from what we had before but there was nothing to go against yeah so some of it was and then looking back on it now with old eyes you then think as a parent maybe some things you didn't handle correctly could have gone
0: about it in a different way because you're dealing with things for the first first time. time, and I think now, and especially now, like you say, now you look back at it, because especially at that time when we didn't know, even whether it was to do with me or not, no. there were no one really knew much about ADHD, no, did they? It wasn't not. really spoke about. No, and a
1: lot of people used to consider. Well, there's probably still people now that would yeah. say, "Oh, they don't got ADHD; they're just naughty." Yeah, naughty children, bad parents. in and you weren't naughty. Yeah, Does that makes sense. You didn't do which is very what, which bad. is what's
0: really frustrating. Yeah. I think about the the misconceptions surrounding yeah. ADHD. It's so, so many people think it is a behavioural yeah. thing. I mean, don't get more me wrong; in the not, teenage years, we had quite a few cross. <laughs> yeah, well, I was gonna say it's well, if important we look at to. That
1: door. It's let's look at that door. Yeah, right. We've got the door closed. So quite. I've never seen this door closed. Never been this side. Yeah, with the door yeah, closed. yeah. So actually it all looks as it should. But if you were to undo that door and you look at that, I don't even know what that bit's called, the strip where the mm. the strip where the door locks, yeah. there's a nasty bit moved and that's where you slammed it with such force yeah. that a bit came off of it. That's a reminder. But that's th- not and to say... No, that but I think,
0: children, it's really, I think it's really important to point out that, you know... Things weren't easy, and they and that the teenage years were difficult times. And mm. I think it was, I suppose, as because the reason I wanted to do this episode is because I've had a couple of messages from like parents of teenagers with mm. ADHD saying that they're struggling, and and they've got teenage girls, and there's so much of the things that they've been saying that I've you, mentioned yeah, previously on the podcast that, I, that that totally resonate with me. And I think it's important to point out that we struggled. It's a huge strain on the, on the family, isn't yeah, it? I was it's not say, just.
1: It's not when you're saying me, it's not mm. just me, it was dad. Yeah. And it was your brother, and your brother's two and a half years younger than you, and the things that he was experiencing through you yeah. weren't the best. And that's what I remember saying to you at one point that this isn't fair, in, because yeah. when you were your brother's age, you didn't have arguments like this going on in the house. No. And it's not a nice place to be mm. when there's arguments. Because, you know, we're... I think, actually, you and I, sorry about this then, but we're probably much the same in the fact that when things are said, you can't undo what's been said. Yeah. And that plays on your mind. Mm. And then if you're upset, and if you say something in haste, you do sit back and think about it afterwards, and it does go over in your mind, and you think... I didn't handle and, that and to so well. and
0: so much especially about about ADHD and being a teenager with ADHD is is volatile emotions mm. and not being able to keep a lid on things yeah. and quite often I was acting what? out knowing full well that I was being a an arsehole like yeah. and acting in ways that I knew I, I was shocked at myself at times but yeah, I found it completely impossible, and a complete inability to keep a lid on, on that. And I think it's it's full credit to you, though. I'm saying mum, but it is my mum and dad. I'm speaking to my mum in this podcast episode. Dad's downstairs. What yeah. is dad doing? He's watching the nose.
1: He's watching the nose. We got a bit concerned because it started saying that that people of over fifty might have to stay indoors. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we started to pace up and down, but we're all <laughs> we're all in good. <laughs> Petal. Or Peckle.
0: No, Peckle. I don't know. Um,
1: but anyway, we But
0: yeah, peckle. like, I would say my mum and... But it is my mum and dad, but I'm speaking to my mum because my dad's more of a reserved character, that's fine, but this wouldn't be necessarily his thing, would it, Mum? No, not
1: really.
0: If well, I called... I, a call, crowbar. If I called him up now and said, Dad, jump on the podcast, I don't no, feel like... It's not. he's
1: it's not podcast ready.
0: No, he's not. You are. I'm,
1: I am. I'm open to everything. <laughs> <laughs>
0: don't say that you shouldn't say that in public I'm open to everything oh no oh no (laughs) (laughs) no that's in the
1: confines of
0: yeah but full I wanted you know full credit to you mum like you always started with empathy and that's why I think that I I am was and am lucky to have you as a parent because I know you tried your best to understand even when you felt like you really couldn't and because you know whether I was
1: no, I was blagging it. I was blagging it because <laughs> yeah We well, didn't feel like you were blagging it. No, but they're good You're black, very good, good acting. Good, yeah. yeah, that O level. Honestly, O level drama <laughs> paid off. But whether no, but wait... because that's what you do as a parent. Mm. And see the thing is well, this is what I think is that when you have a child you do your level best, your main goal is to protect, guide steer that child as they grow and then all of a sudden things don't go to plan and like i say you were a piece of cake before and it's yeah it's quite a lot to deal with but your thing as a parent is to say do you remember i used to say to you tell me what the problem is it doesn't matter what the problem is we'll solve it yeah but i didn't know if i was going to solve any of those problems (laughs) you say that because you think well then because if you don't tell me i'm We won't be able to deal with it. And then, and I'll still say that to you now. No,
0: but there are, I know that there are a lot of parents that wouldn't have coped with me as well as you did. And whether it was like, you know, me crying nonstop or making impulsive decisions, whether that be the awful tattoos. Oh, (laughs) darn. Well, they're still
1: awful. They're still that, aren't they? <laughs> so
0: whether it be you know skipping exams, binge drinking when I was young, quitting university, quitting jobs that I'd yeah, have after three yeah. weeks.
1: Some of the stuff though, you've got to remember, I didn't know
0: the full story. Yeah, so that's probably... well, of course, that's massively frustrating. You didn't, you didn't know you had a a child with ADHD and no, all of these things were.
1: I didn't know that.
0: Oh, you didn't know it's happening. Well, yeah, no, I I did manage to hide some of that. Yeah, so I mean, that helped.
1: No, there were some pretty awful things that you did,
0: but there was nothing. Well, I was going to say, I was uh, one of the things I've one one of the things I've got written down here was carrying rotten armchairs that had been left to take into the skip. No,
1: no, no. That well, that was awful coming down <laughs> so somebody else's chair so ca- carry
0: i've put written this down in bullet points carrying them home on my back pushing them through the front door at 4am yeah well me not knowing that but coming down in the morning and there is a chair in the lounge <laughs> so we, we was talking about in episode one if you whether you'd uh listen to episode one about the you know impulsive decisions and impulsivity being being a, a common trait but funnily enough what well, we say funnily enough it We can laugh now, can we? Can we? I
1: don't know what you're going to say. About the armchair. the
0: armchair, yeah, but I'm
1: off. So... Because I'm thinking of you camping up... Oh, yeah. Well, we could release lots, but... but... You went out camping, didn't you, locally, telling me that you were going to someone's house... Yeah. ...for a birthday party, me believing every word, and then you all turned up...
0: Oh because yeah, you were it was frozen and so scared out so in the else, night, yeah.
1: and then I forgave you and gave you all something to eat and drink and kept you there till the morning, and then drove everyone back. That was nice. Of you. That was yeah. But then it. you did the same thing again, <laughs> and I said right, that no. So then I rang each parent.
0: But yeah, I really, I really, I really didn't didn't learn from no. from those mistakes. But yeah, anyway, there was an armchair. That oh, was, yeah, in, the, that was in the that was in the middle chair. of the street, and I carried the armchair home, and bought it through. Who did that with you? Uh, that was Shannon and Jody, my friends, and bought it through the the front door and put it in the lounge. And I remember Jody going, "Oh my God, your mum's gonna kill you! Your mum's gonna kill you!" Anyway, the next day, you when you mind? came down, no, but when you came down, <laughs> you know, you you did what you did, and then my friends were like that was hilarious and I said what and they said well was that your mum going mad I said well, yeah and they were like oh, oh god. my god if that was my mum she would have literally clubbed me like you literally <laughs> you went wasn't. you first of all you went new new they said oh there's an armchair down here oh it's rotten and you had your dressing gown on, oh, and man, you that were like, get it, out, get it out, get it out, like this, and I was pushing it out, and then that's as much as you said, and then you were going to my friends, I'm very sorry I shouted. <laughs> <laughs> you were apologising.
1: No, do you remember, I don't know why I'm saying this now, but you said the other week when those two boys... Went past the house. Yeah, think. like... It I still makes Rob
0: laugh. Don't get me wrong. Like, when my mum used to say to me, you know, I'm going to tell your dad about that, I used to absolutely. I was scared yeah. of dad. But, and I was, you know, I respected you, but you're... you your... Oh, no, I did shout. But there was, yeah, there was, like, some... A right kick-off outside our house, and there was, like, smashing bottles and all sorts. And bear in mind, like, these are uh, young... Oh, but they weren't... I mean, it
1: sounds like the Bronx, is anyway. <laughs>
0: Mum's now, now very conscious and wants to let you know that she lives in a nice area. Oh, but right
1: now, <laughs> look, let's get it into... Like
0: but it any, with, no, but still, yeah. there was teenagers smashing bottles and kicking off outside them, and my mum opened the door and said to him, why are you so angry? <laughs> you know. <laughs> which really made him think... <laughs> But but yeah, going back to those times, like you had a good relationship. I think that's important as well. You always had a good relationship with the school, didn't you? Yeah. And actually, but that's, you know, you say, yeah, but it's surprising because we was in episode three, we was talking about education and stuff and, Quite often, schools get such a bad rep, but we now both work in school, so yeah. we see it how hard teachers yeah. work and, and how difficult it can be to have sec- a child like that especially in your class. We're
1: talking secondary school, so that is. Yeah, exactly. A
0: lot but uh, but, no, yeah, you had, a, you had a good relationship with the school, and there was a moment um, written down here that they actually put me on uh, behaviour oh, report. Right, I know what
1: you're going to say.
0: <laughs> cool. I know, right,
1: well, you're going to say the well what you did say to me well no let me do my side first.
0: yeah well what actually happened and then the lie yeah, i told so you yeah.
1: i get a phone call from head of year or something and he says emily hasn't been going to lessons um her work's slipping um she's missing from school blah blah blah, blah, blah. so we've decided we'd like to put her on report and i said good and what would that entail? And that means that she has to come to... Le- when she comes into lesson, she has to get this report card signed. Mm. And then she'll be bringing it home. I said, lovely. Okay, look forward to it.
0: So, lovely look forward, no, forward to bit, it. You
1: no, know, you laugh, him. <laughs> keeping a tab. Right? <laughs> so, anyway, I was pleased with that. Yeah. Then you come home in the evening, well, you know, in the afternoon. Yeah. And you rush through the door and go... Oh, Mum, guess what? Great (laughs) news. And I'm, yep, what's that then, Em? Well, the school have selected certain pupils that are doing particularly well with their studies (laughs) and have been chosen. Brilliant. Have you? And what what do you need to do? Well, they give you a card and you have to get it signed from each teacher, each subject you go in, and it's just to say how well you're doing.
0: That was quite clever of me, like, it to was, come up I with think, that just on the walk home. Yeah.
1: Great stuff. But I never said, did I? I know you are on the pool. No. get that going. So we were both living a life, <laughs>
0: really. And the school,
1: I, I clued them in so they mm. knew. But, no, the school was good.
0: Yeah, the thing is, for a long time, especially as a young child, ADHD—you know—never crossed our minds and as a potential condition for me because we had such little education about what ADHD was. I mean, let's rewind twenty years ago. What, yeah, what then... did? What did you like? Okay, so what I'm what I want to ask you is, mm-hmm. what did you think ADHD was compared to what you think it is now? Right. Well, ADHD. I would have said, and I have
1: witnesses, yeah. where a child um, had it severely and without medication, couldn't sit still, yeah. couldn't focus, was practically climbing the walls. That's not being dramatic. No, that's, yeah, that's for that's real. What I would say. Wasn't aggressive towards anyone, but just found it hard, so therefore really disruptive. And then when medicated and they've got it right, yeah. then that child became, well, just settled and calm. Yeah.
0: And
1: so that's what I would say.
0: And for that, I think for the so many people who think that there is, because there are people out there that it's hard to believe, that believe it is a made-up condition, you know, I urge you, like, if you ever see somebody, a child or an adult, mm. who is really struggling with ADHD and the difference that medication can, can make... It's a a real change of character, isn't it? I mean, and you've got to think the medication's
1: got to be the right medication. Yeah. Uh, Well, because what you don't want is someone so ridiculously compliant because they have lost themselves through the drug.
0: Yeah, and also well, we know, don't we, as well, Mm. like that how difficult it is to to get put on medication. The journey for me has been Well, it's ongoing. It's ongoing, and that's exactly what I was going to say. I've been put on medication before that was so completely wrong for me that I felt like a zombie half the time. And, and, you know, without finding the right medication Mm. for you, that can be a a real... Well, that can give
1: so many side effects that in effect make you worse than you were initially. Yeah, and that's what
0: it was was doing for me, that... So, yeah, I was going to say, for years... So, this is what I wanted to do. So, a little game. Not so much a game. Oh. It's not fun and there's no winner. Right. Oh, I like those games. Oh. (laughs) Perfect for Christmas. Let me join in. Um... For years, ADHD was seen as a condition that affected more often boys, and it, like we said, was badly behaved, hyperactive boys. Am I?
1: (laughs) Thank
0: you, Virgin. It's a blind game. But in (laughs) (laughs) recent, but in recent years, because of scientific studies and more conversations surrounding it, we now know that ADHD is a problem with the development of the brain management system and its function. So, because of this, for so long, lots of people we've spoken about this, girls and women, especially, not being diagnosed. Because the focus was on the hyperactivity and the poor behaviour rather than the other things. So to highlight how dangerous it is to have those connotations linked with ADHD, I'm going to read a list of ADHD symptoms to you. Okay, Okay. some of them are hyperactivity and behaviour based, and some of them are more about the inattentive and emotional sides of ADHD. So all I want you to do is say yes or no. To so whether you feel like those things affected me as a child growing up with ADHD or okay. as an adult. Okay. So, for example, something like this. Um, let me just find it. Being unable to sit still, for me, you would say no, because I was able to do that right. as a child. Yeah. Like, do you understand the game, Julie? Yeah. Good.
1: Okay. Right. I'm on the edge of my. I'm not really. I'm <laughs>
0: on the edge of the bed. Yeah. Right. Go on okay. Then. Yeah. So these are the typical symptoms that most people would link to ADHD, okay? okay? Yeah. So, constantly fidgeting as a child. Did I do that? No. No, not really. Um, fighting at school? No. No. Oh, Maybe. Unable to monitor the volume of voice? Yes, definitely. You still do that now. Okay. Has diffi- oh, no, so do I, really. Yeah. Yeah. I, don't, I think you have got it. Yeah. <laughs> Difficulty waiting <laughs> turn? Uh, no, but you are
1: impatient of waiting. Yes. So I don't know that it's, oh, I want to go first, but you're not very good at Yeah. If something's delayed.
0: And has difficulty engaging in leisure or social activities? Not completely, but in some. Yeah. So some of them, a lot of them, yeah. no, a lot of them, some. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. And and could some other people. Exactly, right? We so say that yeah. was say they were the only criteria for diagnosing yeah, like, ADHD. They would quite simply go, probably not no. MA you know, and probably could, something else. Lots of people could fit within that. Which is why that's what we knew of ADHD. So yeah. for a long for many years, you know, that wasn't even considered. No. But there was a huge struggle for me elsewhere and um, let's look at these symptoms that the oh. symptoms that are often overlooked the, uh, the the symptoms that are lesser known in society which is why especially girls and women don't get diagnosed and there's a massive stigma attached so we're going to do the same again oh, okay so fails to give attention and makes careless mistakes yes does not yeah. often follow through on instructions yes. and fails to finish projects they start <laughs> yes has difficulty organizing and planning yep Avoids or reluctant to engage in anything that requires a sustained mental effort. Partly. Loses things while it yes. phone keys. oh my God. Forgetful in daily activities. Yes. Easily distracted. Yes. Unable to manage or control emotions. Partly. Extreme low self-esteem. Yeah. Anxiety when things change. Yeah. Making mistakes. Yeah. Forgetting to maintain human basic daily tasks, e.g. brushing teeth, taking showers, remembering appointments, taking medication. Yeah, some of those things, yeah. Time management issues. Yes. Right. So, you know, like 95% yeah. of them were yes. And yeah. not just yes, most of them, things like losing things, forgetful in daily activities, easily, easily distracted are big yeses for me. Yeah. And the, I've had a considerable impact on on how I live my life so I think a real lack of education and understanding surrounding ADHD is what creates such a negative stigma towards the condition because so many people don't know those sides of it so getting a diagnosis for some people is vital and and the misdiagnosis can be incredibly dangerous and isolating I mean what about the time when I sat on waiting lists for ages and finally got seen by by um, a psychiatrist through the NHS, and they told me I'd bipolar. Mm. Do you remember that?
1: Yeah, I know. And then yeah. I
0: was put on medication for bipolar, which made me really ill and was having the complete opposite effect of what yeah, it should have the done. Very worst. And that's you know the story for a, a lot of women. Off the um back of this podcast, mum, there have been some yeah. cool things that have happened, but I think. Some of the more rewarding things have been the fact that people have been able to move on their diagnosis journey further because they've listened to things on this podcast have been, I'm oh a goodness, those symptoms are me and yeah. I've no also, doubt. it's
1: having the courage or support because like when we finally, we finally went, although we did have to do it off our own back.
0: Didn't yeah, we? gotcha. Um
1: it was a joint thing, wasn't it? Like the actual journey there. You yeah. went in. Mm-hmm. I came into the
0: waiting room, obviously, and met yeah. you afterwards. But it was a huge day. It was a it? huge day. And it was like the biggest weight had been lifted for But at the time, May. we
1: didn't know, did no,
0: we? No, we, we were still well, it was, unsure. Well, because it was a huge because right there for is, you, s- but yeah. it was
1: equally a huge weight. Not equally, maybe that's probably not the right, but uh, it was a huge wave. there's such a... for
0: you, for us and when I say it's been a long journey, and it is still ongoing mm. because there really is. I never realized how much that there is a lack of resources for ADHD oh, adults, like I never knew that
1: it was well, I don't think we realize the lack of resources across the whole mental health, yeah.
0: Exactly because a lot Definitely, of a lot because,
1: of I mean let's be honest most people that are then referred
0: for whatever and that's their the thing that's is, the thing that is the confusion as yeah. well because a lot of people with ADHD and then put onto the mental health band and yeah. they're then being dealt for their anxiety and depression yeah. which is just part which is just a side it's a symptom a symptom and part of yeah. your ADHD um, so there will be parents who are really struggling whether it be through the teenage years or what would you say hey, to your The other
1: thing is you've got to remember if you are struggling as a parent i was lucky yeah and the fact that yeah that it wasn't a pleasant time i wouldn't want to go back to those times but everything else family wise was fine like we had a
0: good support right? network yeah. yeah
1: so i wasn't i didn't have pressures coming from anywhere else maybe if i was bringing you up on my own without any support. Because some of the times when, you know, it came to us raised voices, slamming doors, you saying, I don't think I said anything unkind to you, but sometimes you might say something unkind to me. It was never, you never swore at me. That's one thing. Swearing
0: swearing. is a big thing in the Parsons household. So no matter what I did, even if it was the worst thing in the world, Mm. as long as I wasn't saying the F word. Oh, no. No. No, God no. No. God
1: no. Anything but that. I can't abide it. And it's just And neither can Neil. No.
0: Well Neil especially can't abide it. No, no, it's just
1: not that we don't
0: no need. When I do um when I do spoken word gigs and when I'm out performing. When I'm out performing, "Mama says every time, she says, I loved it, I really liked it. But you know what? I prefer it without the swears. Yeah, I don't well I'm
1: I have heard you say it within something. <laughs> you need to say that there's no need. <laughs> and quite honestly, your best work...
0: Is without swears. Is without swears. Thank you, Mum. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, what sorry. I was going to say was, sorry, what would Mum. what advice would you give to a parent with an ADHD teenager who is struggling right now? Top thing, seek help. Yeah. Ask advice.
1: Um, I don't imagine that there's any one or two people the same. So I would think every experience is different. But the only thing is, is just to go with your gut. Yeah. And that's what I think for parenting, full stop. Go with your gut. Because if something's telling you, no, this isn't right, there's a reason for that. Yeah. And you do sort of know. And you don't wait for someone else to tell you. If you think, no... I, there's more to this. We yeah, we need to get to the bottom of it. Because trying to say that to your teenager, they're gonna fight you all the way. Yeah. Because they're gonna say, "There's nothing wrong with me. You don't understand me." That mm. kind of thing, which are teenage, yeah, sentences.
0: So yeah, I remember um, saying things like that. Yeah, but what do you also, mum? Now this could be awkward if you say nothing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I've ended on a positive. Yeah. For on. people listening. What do you love about having a doctor with ADHD? Now, Please say something if you can think of anything. Well, I've got to
1: really broke my brain. You're funny and creative and loving. Sometimes you're a pain in the proverbial, but...
0: Yeah.
1: No, and now we've come full circle, relationship-wise. Yeah. Haven't and we? Like, I mean, if you'd have asked me that when you were 15, I might have struggled
0: a bit, but...
1: Well yeah, I wanted to yeah I wanted to
0: say to you as well like to wrap it up like mm-hmm. as much as we have driven each other crazy if we was to rewind back 16 years yeah I never ever would have thought we would have been in this situation no. like there was a time where I I thought I didn't really see a point of no, you don't I'm see a light see at the end of the no, tunnel you don't no, no. and I actually I no. I used to you know act out in some really horrible ways and I know that that was difficult for you but I actually now I couldn't wish yeah, for but
1: don't you think like better. I've always said things happen for a reason yeah. right that might be a cliche things happen for a reason in the same way for me as well as you right so if those things hadn't happened then we wouldn't be talking like this now yeah right? totally and that's the only way you can get your head around things have happened to all people that aren't pleasant that are bad that are unfortunate some things are through bad planning some things as we know bad things happen in life yeah but you can come out the other side and even if it's a really bad experience what you've gained from that you might be able to help someone else yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't mean on a huge scale. No, but you your
0: encouragement in in that way has. I think as what has what has led me to do this kind of stuff rather yeah. than you know. You are the best person at, at saying not letting me dwell and be down, are and I? oh a hundred percent. Like oh. you don't, you are very good at liking, like encouraging me to do things that are going to make me feel better. Hmm. Like, and I didn't realise that doing this stuff would make me feel better. Well, but in it's, it's helped me, and yeah. I'm helping others in well, a little worst way thing as well. Any and of life.
1: us, can do is waste time.
0: Yeah, it's precious.
1: Any time that you've got, if you waste it, that's it gone. Yeah, right. You can't get it back. So what you do with that time? And I'm not saying waste. It's not wasteful to. Go for a walk or do something relaxing. Yeah. That's, that's a good use of your time. But actually, if you've had an experience and you can, or you've got, a, I don't know, even like when you're really angry or really upset and you can channel it, channel it to do something good.
0: Yeah. Then, and that's all you can that's do. That's why I've turned out so well, Mum, because I've got, <laughs> pretty much got Gandhi <laughs> as a mum. Look at that. Look at all of that spilling out of her mouth.
1: I know, but what... Look! Look where I've got myself. So if any, if
0: anyone wants to hire a motivational speaker, just d- drop into Julie's DMs. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thank you for uh, well, thank you for everything, and thank you for letting I'm me. My let like. me. Letting me well, I was I actually, was saying, I, think, I was saying thank you on a, on a grander scale. Oh, thank sorry. you for, be, you know, being a good mum. Thank you for letting me live in your womb, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well done for pushing me out. That wasn't easy. No. I yeah. was a huge baby, guys. Yeah. I was large. Nine, six. Nine pounds, six. But thank you for doing the episode as well, because it's been nice to uh, be able to record an episode from my bed as well. That's yes. nice. This is... In my old childhood bedroom. Oh. Uh, no. night.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> See you in the morning.
0: Yeah, thanks, mum. Bye. Bye. So, that was episode seven of Ain't Broke, Don't Fix Me, the podcast ADHD A Mother's Story. I am recording this outro literally two minutes after that conversation, still in my childhood bedroom. And feeling very reflective, looking back and thinking over some really wonderful times and some less wonderful times. But yeah, I'm about to jump in my mum's bath, which I'm really excited about because it's huge. Uh, We have a few more episodes, three left of this series, and then we're going to take a very short, very well-deserved very well needed, and I think it's healthy to take a break before we come back with series two with ten more episodes, more guests, some without some episodes without guests and and looking at some different aspects of mental health, neurodiversity, and some amazing stories. but we don't need to think about that i've got three more incredible episodes to come, and I can't wait for you to hear them as always. look after yourselves. I hope you've enjoyed the episode and yeah, share this with whoever you think may need it. I know there's a lot of parents out there who who just need to hear that other people have been through the same. Anyway, much love. Have a great morning, day, evening, whatever time it is that you're listening to this. Look after yourself and you'll hear from me very soon, in two weeks. Lots of love.